Hey guys, this is Rocky, and you're listening to the God Loves Miami podcast. I want to welcome you to today's episode, and I also want to encourage you to follow us on social media at God Loves Miami on Instagram and Facebook so that you can find out all that we are about and what God is calling us to do in our city. And now here's Pastor Mark. Hey, welcome to Love Unlimited Church Online. My name is Mark Rodriguez. I'm the pastor of the church, and today we have a great service prepared for you. But before we jump in, I'm going to ask you to do a few things. Go ahead right now and like this video, wherever you are. Maybe you're watching it on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram. Just like the video. And if you're watching it on social media too, please share the video. Every single week, we hear stories about how God changes people's lives because you are sharing this message. Now here is today's service. Hey, so I know what you're thinking right now, like, where is Pastor Mark? Like, this doesn't look like the studio where he usually records. I mean, it it looks like a hotel room. There's like a weird air conditioning in the background, a a weird uh, brown color. Yes, it's not our typical look, but I'm actually at a men's retreat right now. It's actually called Band of Brothers. We're having an incredible time. I I got invited uh, to come and check this out. A, A few guys from the church also heard about it, showed up. So it's not something we're putting on. It's something they invited us to participate and uh, we're here day two, and man, God is doing some incredible things. And and the reason why I'm coming to you from my hotel room is because Sunday after church, man, I, I got sick. I, I got really sick. Um, I, I was actually in bed for three days, and so I wasn't able to get in the studio and record the message. And and if you know me, I, I was worried. I'm like, man, what am I gonna do? What am I gonna do with 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 the message? Like, what what's gonna happen on Sunday? I know people depend on on these messages just to connect with God to hear. From God, and, and so I was I was worrying, and and I was worrying, and, and as I was preparing now, like like what am I gonna preach? Like where am I gonna preach from? I'm like you know what, man, technology, so much technology. I have this ring light. I have my iPhone right now set up in my hotel room. This little desk light here. I, I rearranged the room a little bit so that we can make this work. And God just kept telling me, don't worry about it. Just do your job. Just just preach the gospel. Forget about the lights and and all the pre things this week. But make sure that you teach the word. And, and I believe that God allowed me to go through this so that I could learn to trust in him more. Yes, your pastor needs to learn to trust in God more. And Philippians chapter four, verse six, it says, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he's done, then you will experience God's peace. I wasn't having peace. I experienced God's peace, which exceeds anything we could understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. My friends, let me tell you something. If you feel overwhelmed or confused about a decision that you're trying to make, like how am I going to bring the message this weekend or or maybe for you it's like you know how am i going to deal with the situation in my marriage how am i going to deal with the situation with my children I, i'm stressed out about life and every single thing that's going on is just bogging me down I, I feel like the world is beating me up and i i get out of one problem and now i'm in another problem it's like problem after problem after problem let me tell you something if you feel overwhelmed or confused about a decision that you're trying to make, you're probably caught up in yourself and not listening to God's voice. If you're you're stressed out, 
It's because you're just thinking about me. You're just thinking about you. And you're not taking the time to hear the voice of God. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians, it says, God is not a God of disorder, but a God of peace. And so if you don't have peace in your life right now, it's because God is not a part of the situation that you're in. You haven't surrendered that problem. You haven't surrendered that thing to God. Oh, but Pastor Mark, I prayed. Yeah, you prayed, but you didn't let go. It's like I'm saying, like, I'm hungry, and I went to Chick-fil-A, and I didn't eat. Yes, you're, you're in the right place, but if you don't show up and go up to the register and order and pay and wait for your food and then open the little box and take a nugget and put it in your mouth, you're going to stay hungry. See, a lot of us do the same thing with God. A lot of us do the same thing in our walk with the Lord. We're like, oh, but I prayed. Oh, but I go to church. Oh, but I read my Bible. But is it coming inside of you? Are you taking it in? Are you allowing the Lord to work in your life? It's not enough to just go to Chick-fil-A. You got to eat the chicken to feel satisfied. It is not enough to pray. It is not enough to read your Bible. It is not enough to show up to church. It is not enough to serve. It is not enough to say that I'm a Christian. It's not even enough to say, God, here's my problem, but you're still holding on to it. It's like walking into Chick-fil-A and saying, I'm hungry. And they're trying to feed me. I don't want it. Guys, and I'm not speaking as someone who's got it figured out. I just confessed to you. I was stressing out because I didn't know how I was going to record this. And you guys know I'm all about aesthetics and things looking cool. And here I am wearing a green shirt. When was the last time you saw me wearing a green shirt? Right? Here I am with this ugly brown wall behind me. Here I am a little hot because I had to turn the air conditioning off because it was too loud and I didn't want it to interfere with the audio. I wasn't trusting in God. But God was trying to put me in an uncomfortable situation so that I can share this word to you like real fresh in what God wanted to work in my heart. Let me tell you, God is not the author of confusion. Say that with me. God is not the author of confusion. God is a voice of peace and tranquility. Think about moments in your life when you were stressed out, that maybe someone showed up and you had peace. Think about a time you were alone and frustrated, and then that special person showed up, and now you felt comfort, now you felt safe, that is what God wants to be in your life. And let me tell you, he is so much better than the people around us, even if they're good people. God is better and he is equipped to meet every single one of your needs. Think about this. If you're a parent, right, do you want your kids to feel pressured or confused when you ask them to do something? Of course not. Of course, we don't want our kids to feel pressured or confused when we ask them to do something we want them to understand we want them to understand what we're telling them to do and we want them to respond in obedience how much does it hurt when we find out that our kids disobeyed us how much does it hurt when we find out that someone that we care about lied to us or or did something behind our back or or how much does it hurt us when we hear like oh your friend is going through a difficult time. Man, your mom is really suffering. Your dad 
is really struggling, your sister, your brother. Man, when we hear that people that we care are hurting, what happens? We hurt too. And, and we would do anything many times to solve that, to bring peace, to satisfy. And you think that if this is how I feel and this is the way that you feel, that the Lord is not looking down at us right now in our moment of struggle, in our moment of pain and saying, hey, I have the answer. By the way, I am the answer. I am the way, the truth, and the life. Accept me. Receive me. Allow me to work in your life to speak into the situation. Many times when we are going through difficulty, we go and we go to different sources. We Google things. I, I think that's one of the first things that we do. We have a problem. We don't know how to cook something or, or, or we feel a little sick. And, and what do we do? We jump on the internet. We jump on the blogs. And God is saying, seek first my kingdom. Seek me first and everything else will be given to you, will be added unto you. Let me tell you something. God wants to satisfy all of your needs. Let me tell you something. The only time that you're going to feel pressure and it's coming from God is when we disobey him. Is when we know what to do and we go the opposite direction. It's the same thing with relationships. It's the same thing I, I talked about. If you're a parent, it's the same thing with our kids. The only times our kids are going to feel awkward around us is when they're disobeying us. The only time we don't want to be around our spouse is when we have created tension and problems. But when there's peace, what happens? We, we want to be there. We want to be there. We don't want the pressure to build up. There's always peace when we say yes to what God is asking us to do. Hey, if you're not in peace right now, could it be that you are not saying yes to what God is asking you to do in your marriage, in your business, as a parent, as a person, as a student, as a single person? When you don't feel peace in your situation, there is some type of disobedience or unalignment with the Lord. Let me tell you, Satan wants to drive you compulsively, but God wants to draw you compassionately. Satan wants to take advantage of your compulsions and use them to drive your life. I'm just a compulsive person. Well, Satan wants to capitalize on your compulsion and push you away from God. But God is the good shepherd. He wants to lead you. He wants to guide you beside still waters. He wants to give you rest. Today, I challenge you to invite the rest of God into your life. Invite the peace of God into your life. You may be anxious right now. You may be going crazy right now. Stop and say, God, I invite you into my mess. I invite you into my stress, into my problem. Lord, teach me to leave my home. Teach me to be a good employee. Teach me to be a good person, a good friend, to be someone that welcomes your love and your life into every aspect of my life. See, if all you have right now in your life are negative thoughts, it's like, oh, but this is not going to work. Oh, but oh my gosh. And everything is negative. Let me tell you, that is not from God. I will say that again. If all that you can think about 
or what you are prone, you lean towards negativity. You are leaning away from God. God is not a God of negativity. God is a God of positivity. God is a God of, that wants to prosper you, that wants to heal you, that wants to restore you, that wants to guide you. And like I said a few seconds ago, lead you beside still waters. Let me tell you, negativity does not produce still waters. So if you have negative thoughts, I want you to know those thoughts are not from God. And if they're not from God, they are from the devil himself. And it is the enemy lying into your ears. It is the enemy lying into your heart, lying into your home. And we are opening the door to the devil when we walk in negativity, when we speak negativity. We need to speak Jesus into every situation that we confront in our life. What, what are you going through right now? Speak Jesus. Speak Jesus in the good time and in the bad time. Well, Pastor Mark, how do I do that? How do I get rid of these negative thoughts that are controlling my emotions, that are ruining my relationships? How do I get rid of it? I need to know. Well, let me tell you, James 4, 7 says this, submit yourself, therefore, to God. Stop there. Submit yourself. there. That's how I get rid of negativity. That's how I get rid of the devil. Yes, submit. But that is the problem. We don't want to submit ourselves, therefore, to God. And so we invite stress. We're inviting stress because disobedience is inviting stress and tension into the situation. We need to submit ourselves, therefore, to God. And here's the thing. There are times when we are going to read things in scripture, when God is going to speak into our heart and it's going to be uncomfortable. There are going to be times when you're not going to want to do what God is asking you to do. But if you do it, once you do it, you will experience the peace of God and those negative thoughts that the devil is putting in your heart. Let's keep reading. James 4, 7, submit yourself therefore to God. Okay, we took care of that. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Resist the devil and he will, not maybe, not all, uh, the devil might, he will, he doesn't have a choice. The devil will flee from you. What is it that you're going through today? What is that thing that is robbing you of your peace? Oh, it's my kids. They're robbing me of my peace. Have you submitted your kids to God? Have you submitted that relationship to God? Are you speaking Jesus? Or are we just, oh, but you're, you never listen to me. Oh, but you're so disobedient. You're bad. Is it in your marriage? What are you speaking into your marriage? What are you speaking at work? Of course, you're going to hate your job because every time you go to work, you're talking nonsense in your car to someone as you're getting there or to yourself. I don't want to go there. Oh my gosh, I hate this person. Well, Guess what? When you get to work, nothing is going to change. But if you wake up and say, hey, today is the day that the Lord has made. I will be glad and rejoice in it. Boom. You begin to change the course of your day. And hey, I'm going to go to work and I'm going to trust that God is going to give me an opportunity to change someone's life. God is going to give me an opportunity to bring joy into a negative situation. Hey, if your work situation is negative, guess what? You're a child of God. That means you are positive and you will show up there and you will begin to change the environment in Jesus name. If there's tension in your home, you think bringing more negativity is going to change that? No, bringing Jesus into your home, bringing positive things out of your mouth will begin 
to change things. Hey, can I pray for you? Can I pray that God will begin to do a work in your life, that you will submit yourself, therefore, to God, resist the devil, and he will flee, that you would stop worrying about things that you don't need to worry about. Instead, pray. You're going to start praying about everything, even the silliest things. Pray. What does that mean? Talk to God. Stop talking to your gossip friends or your gossip family member and start talking to God and receive his peace. Let's pray. God, I thank you right now for everyone that's watching this video. I pray that in the middle of their tension, in the middle of their problem, you would bring peace right now in Jesus' name. And we come against the devil in the name of Jesus, by the blood of Jesus, by the victory on the cross. And we say, he does not have authority in their life. And they are more than conquerors in Christ Jesus. Lord, we declare that right now in your name. Lord, I pray that you would set us free of anxiety and negativity and stress because we know that in you we have hope and we have peace. Lord, teach us, God, to obey you. Teach us, Lord, to do the right thing, not just today, but every single day of our life, and that we would pass it on to our family, that we would pass it on to the people that we run into day to day. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Hey, I want you to know that I love you, that I believe that God is gonna do a work in your life, that he's gonna relieve you of stress today. And so, hey, if you prayed with me today, asking God to give you peace, I wanna ask you to do something right now, wherever you are right now. I'm gonna ask you to text the word CONNECT to 786-541-1020, right? And I wanna send you some resources that are gonna draw you closer to God. And all you need to do is maybe check the box that says begin a relationship with Jesus or, or uh, recommit my life to Jesus. And I'm gonna send you an email with some resources that are gonna help you in this new journey that you're on. Maybe you're watching this message and you're wondering, how can I support the ministry of Love Unlimited? Let me tell you, we need your help. We are in a season where we are getting ready to relaunch the church and there's things that we need to purchase, there's things that we need to change, things that we need to improve, and we can't do it without the entire community coming together and supporting the church financially. And you, whatever gift you can give, just give something today so that we can all come together and rejoice together because the fruit of our labor is building a church that is changing our community and also changing the world in Jesus' name. And all you need to do to give is go to loveunlimited.com forward slash give, just like it's here on the screen, or you can give using Cash App. It's the dollar sign and the word love unlimited. Remember that we need to all come together to build the kingdom of God here on earth and reach the lost for Jesus and also grow as a family and come together and fellowship. Amen. Now I want to invite you to worship with the Love Unlimited Band. Oh uh -huh.
Hope you guys enjoyed the podcast today. If you did, there's just a couple things I'd love for you to do. Number one, subscribe. That way the most recent episode will always be in your feed waiting for you, ready when you are. And secondly, if this podcast has ministered to you and you would like to help us continue reaching people that need to be inspired by the word of God, please consider making a donation at godlovesmiami.com. That's godlovesmiami.com. And we'll see you next time on the God Loves Miami podcast.